0: Welcome once again. Today is uh, June 6th and I decided to do a follow-up on my earlier video. And I wanted to touch base on a few things and I'll just uh, get right into it. Most of you remember the 2017 Muslim ban that the president uh, enacted, uh, courtesy an executive order. And uh, just doing as as a consequence of that ban, there were protests around the country. Even here in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, at the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, there was a massive protest. uh, And uh, you would recall how many of those were our African-American colleagues, uh, even Caucasians, Hispanic-Americans, Chinese-Americans, Southeast Asian-Americans. They were there. They weren't there because they were all Muslims. They were there because they believed in humanity. In human beings being equal, unless an act of a person is illegal or immoral or takes life of someone. So the fact that all those community members were there right after the Muslim ban during all those protests, we owe it to our African-American community members, friends, colleagues, anyone we know in that regard to stand by them, to support them, to voice our concerns against this police brutality. And when I talk about police brutality, I absolutely do not mean all cops are bad. No, there are some fantastic cops. Here in Texas, uh, City of Frisco, I've seen some very good cops. It is those bad apples who give everyone a bad name, who give this department a bad name. So it is for those folks that we need to stand by with our African-American friends so that there are systemic changes that can be made. And that could only be made when we do recognize alongside our African-American friends and community members that there is a problem. And we acknowledge this problem. We realize there is a problem and this problem needs to be fixed. Unless and until we do that there won't be a fix. There won't be any conversations of a fix. So we've got to take that first step in terms of acknowledging that there is a problem. And even though I'm not an African-American, as a community member, I accept that this is equally my responsibility to raise my concern, to include my voice in all those voices that are saying Black lives matter. Plus also, I as a Muslim can relate to the social, to the judicial injustice because so many places around the world, Palestine, Kashmir, Rohingya, Muslims are being subjected to so many different ways of torture. Mental, physical, spiritual. So who else could understand the plight of what our African-American community members are going through. By all means, no, I have not walked their shoes. But I will say this, that I will recognize that this is wrong. And even if I can make a video about the fact that this is wrong and my community members need to stand up and support African-American community members, that is the least I can do. And that is the least I can request you all whoever watches this video, to do, to participate in those conversations. It might just be a drop in the ocean, but hey, that's one more drop than it would have been if I had not done anything. So please raise those voices, raise those concerns, protest, even if it is in your heart, even if it is conversations or going out to vote come November. Come your city elections, come your council elections, come your state elections. Especially talking to Pakistani community, our desis. Who else would know better how hard racism hits home when we're talking to someone from Karachi as a Punjabi? And a Pathan is treated as an outcast in Punjab. How hard, how bad that feels. So let's not let that happen to our African-American community members. Let's stand up against all that. And let's see through that this time, George Floyd, his murder does not go wasted. His sacrifice, even if he had a criminal record, what he was doing at that point in time, he was not resisting arrest. He was not threatening a cop's life. He was just pleading, I cannot breathe. I cannot breathe for at least nine minutes. So let's keep that in mind. That we owe it to our African American community members as human beings. Not as a Muslim, not as a Hindu, not as a monk. As a human being. Of brown, white, black, yellow skin color. Yes, it does matter because it shows that people from all skin colors are coming together to form that bond that will move this forward. And in the end, I would like to mention a few of my African American colleagues and friends that over the course of years have helped me, have helped me groom have helped me mold into what I am to be able to understand what African-American culture is about, the family values. And top of that list is Cordell Cephas, thank you. Carlick Wilson, thank you. John Johnson, thank you. Will Moody, thank you. Nate Weber, thank you. Miles Hampton, thank you. Cliff, RJ Harvey, thank you. Shantae, Curtis, thank you. Robert Gregory, thank you. Valencia, thank you. Probably I've missed a lot more. Talon Hooks, thank you. Probably I've missed a lot more, but these are a few who have actually contributed towards my learning, my growth here in the United States. And this is the least I could do, to acknowledge the help, the guidance I've received from you guys, and to tell you that at least I will use my voice, I will use whatever talents I have to accept and acknowledge that black lives do matter. Thank you and have a good day.